two in the afternoon on a Saturday. So I'm gonna talk about poverty. I think I should touch on this topic and uh, tell all of you. How do I know about poverty? Well, again, let's go back to a time when both my parents were children in the Great Depression. They lived in poverty. They lived in the villages in Greece, separate from each other, not too far. And they had very little running water. They had to get their water from a well. They had very little clothing, very little food. They were poor, no electricity. It's whatever they had they held on to. And ask yourself this, is poverty such a bad word? Well, I'm not gonna say it's a bad word, it's a sad word. Poverty is a sad word when you think poverty, because poverty and poor, two different definitions, they're not the same. Everybody seems to think when you're poor, you're in poverty. In a sense, maybe, depending on your views of it, but in my opinion, they're two different definitions of poverty and poor. And if you can understand poverty from my parents' point of view, then you'll understand what I'm talking about. If I can go back to a time in, in how they grew up, wanting to see how they survived, because they did survive the Great Depression. A lot of people didn't. Ask yourself, if you have children, you'd want them to have a better life than what you had, correct? You want to give them the best of everything. Children shouldn't have to starve. Children shouldn't have to have uh, no clothes and, and no education and no medical care. They have to have all of that and be children. Be happy children. Have a childhood. Think about that. Think about your own childhood versus back then when Families were struggling to put food on the table. Families were struggling to, to life, to living, to surviving. I don't like to hear about children not having a normal childhood. We take advantage, or I'm sorry, we take for granted the things that we have, the basic necessities of life that everybody wants. Food, shelter, clothing, education, medical care, all of that is needed and more. When you see the word poverty, a lot of people shy away from that word. Look, I told you the experience that my parents had when they were children, and it wasn't easy for them, but they got through it. They didn't give up. They weren't ready to say, hey, look, I can't do this. Let's just give up. Let's just starve ourselves to death. Let us just die. No. They stood the test of time and they survived it. And I say to myself, if I can go back to that time, if I can go back to that time to see them as children or put myself into their situation, would I be able to survive? You wanna know the answer to that? Yes, you have to, you have to. When you have children, you gotta think of their needs first. How is it gonna look to them if you give up? If you decide, I can't do this, I'm just going to let them starve to death, I'm going to let them get sick. No, because no human would do that to their own family. You wouldn't do that. Do you have a heart? Do you have compassion? Do you understand the human spirit? 
when you're going through the Great Depression back then, I'm sure a lot of families were ready to give up because they couldn't make it. Guess what? You can. Look at the crisis we're in now. Every crisis that we've gone through as human beings, we've survived it. And why do we survive it? Because you have no choice. You have no choice. You have to. You have to be able to survive in this world. Anything that is thrown at you, got to get through it. And you know how I do it? Through my own personal experience, through positivity. I don't let negative things, I don't let situations, I don't let any of these stop me from living, from continuing on. But when you have children and you look at children now, put children as the pinnacle. They're the ones, future generations, that are going to lead this country, right? You've heard of that. I've heard of that growing up. Every generation is different, okay? But I look back to my, my mother and father and how they got through it. It wasn't easy for them. Their childhood was robbed. They didn't have a normal childhood like we had growing up. Let's compare our childhood versus our parents' childhood. If your parents grew up in the Great Depression, then you'd understand it was tough for them. It was very, very difficult for them, but they had to survive. They couldn't give up. But what would that say to their own, to the children themselves? My mother and father, again, had to grow up instantly. Lack of education, but they were very smart. Just because they didn't have an education didn't mean they were smart. They were smart. I learned a lot more from them growing up than I did in school. They taught me what they went through. They showed me, they showed me pictures. Can you imagine living in that time? You know, part of me wants to do a documentary on this and really focus on what, what it really means to have nothing. But if I can go back and show you pictures, I will show you pictures of how my family lived. They got through it, they had to. You don't give up. God, say, to, say a prayer. Ask God for assistance. Because after all, we don't want to be in a situation like that, right? You have to make the best of it. But when I think of children, just children in general, no food, no clothes, no education, no shelter, I can't turn away from that. I can't walk away and seeing a child with tears in their eyes because they don't have what other children have. Is that fair to them? And you know what really cuts through to me? Children in orphanages, they have nothing. They have nobody to love them. Children need love. Children need love. In addition to everything, the basic necessities, they need love. Love is priceless, do you understand? Love is priceless. You can't put a price tag on love, you can't. And if you do, I'm sorry to say, I don't wanna know you because you're buying children. Don't buy children. Children want love. Children that don't have anybody need love, just like other children that have a family, that have a decent roof, that have clothes and education, food. And you look around in other parts of the world, it just bothers me. So I want to do my part to become, quote, a humanitarian and ambassador, goodwill ambassador to the children, but also to everybody not just children, everybody, anybody who's living in those, those types of conditions. Ask yourself, can you honestly walk away from that? I can't, I can't. It wouldn't be me, how I was brought up and my mother had drilled this into my head. She said, 
The best thing that you can do is to help others. 10 times over that you've helped people, they will remember and come back to you and help you out when you need it. And the one thing I ask from you is to say thank you. Thank you is a powerful, powerful word to say to someone, thank you. Do you know when you say thank you to someone and they say thank you back, it's a beautiful feeling. Okay, I've done something for a group of people or for one person or for the whole country. It makes you feel good. And it makes me think that why can't all of us do that? There's some people that don't want to deal with what's going on in the world. Well, I'm sorry, you can't just walk away. Tell me that you're the type of human that will walk away from a situation like that. Can you honestly tell me that that doesn't bother you? It bothers me. It sends tears to my eyes. But when I see the joy, after you've helped someone, I see the joy and I witness it in their eyes. Do you know how beautiful that is? That's a beautiful thing to look at. The smiling faces of the people that you helped. The tears, tears of joy and happiness, not sadness, because before their life was dark, drim, and dreary. Dark, drim, and dreary. Think of that. Can you imagine living in a grim world where there's no hope? No. You want sunshine. You want love. You want a place where children can play but also for children to have love because you cannot put a price tag on love. If you tell me that, you, that a price tag is needed on love, I'm sorry. Whoever you are, you are incorrect. My mother, I saw her when she was young and she told me this, I saw pictures. I looked at how they lived and I thought to myself, wow, you both, you and dad, got through the Great Depression. How you got through it. And the thing is, and I felt bad for her own situation because, again, her father walked out on the family at a time of crisis. He wasn't there to hold it together the way parents should. A mother and father hold it together for their family. When the father walks away, the mother's left alone. But guess who stepped in to save the day? Her grandfather. Her grandfather says, I will do what your father couldn't do. I will come in, I will help. I will help feed and take care of and nurture. He did that and she developed a closer bond to her grandfather, but she would have wanted to develop that closer bond with her father. And the sad part is she still loved her father after everything he did. Because again, no matter what your parents do to you in your lifetime, good or bad, they're still your parents, you're gonna love them. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. You are gonna love your parents whether or not they've been good to you. The same thing when it's the reverse, and my mother had said this to me when she was alive. She said to me, no matter what you do in your lifetime, whether it's good or bad, I'm still gonna love you. I'm your mother. A mother's love is the greatest love. So is a father's. Both parents. Listen to your parents. Parents' love is great. Do you understand? They teach you, they guide you, they shape you, they make you, they create you, they love you, they stand behind you 110%. They are there for you. Come on, tell me what other people can do all of that. Your parents, your parents, and if you look at their life story, if you say, hey, mom and dad, tell me what it was like when you were a child. I could tell you, my father, 
loved talking about everything that happened to him, but there were some stories that he just didn't want to talk about. He was too emotional. I saw the tears. I said, Dad, you're showing emotion. That's wonderful. You're showing that you, that you have a heart. Crying is a form of strength. And again, he was a man who cried. He didn't care if there were other men around. There's nothing to be ashamed about. Cry, show your emotion, show me that you have a heart. Because when you don't show your emotion at all, that makes me think either you're hiding something or you're ashamed and there is no shame. Let those tears out. Tears replenish the soul. Tears cleanse the soul. I actually put that in on my own. Tears replenish the soul. Tears cleanse the soul. Think of that. But poverty, getting back to poverty, it's not a bad word. It's a sad word, not a bad word. But when you say to me, but poverty and poor, aren't they the same? No, no. Because again, how my parents grew up back in the Great Depression, they lived in poverty. Very. And when you have a family, when you have more than one child in the family, yeah, it becomes difficult. You have this many mouths to feed. You have to keep them clothed. You have to provide a decent shelter, decent education. If they get sick, some type of medical care. You know, my mother was second in command. She was the oldest out of five children, the oldest. She became a second mother at her age. She told me she had to take care of her siblings. She had to feed them. She had to make sure they had an education. She had to discipline them when they got out of hand. She helped her mother. And the grandfather came in. Her grandfather came in and took over and helped out as much as he could because her own father didn't. For whatever reason. And I'm still trying to understand that. I just don't understand. She loves her father. She would have wanted to form some type of a relationship with them. I don't know if he would want to have done the same to her, but I could tell you it must have been very difficult. If I could put myself in her shoes, would I be able to say, hey, look, I still love my father, regardless if he was in my life or not. I don't know. I really don't know, to be honest with you, that I'm grateful that my father didn't do any of those things to us because... To be honest with you, I don't know how I would feel. My emotions would be mixed. I would say, yes, he's my father. I'm gonna love him no matter what he does. But see, me and my father had a stronger bond and I'm thinking that there's a possibility, a slight possibility, that my mother was jealous of the relationship I had with my father, that close bond, because she wanted to develop that bond with her own father. He wasn't around. And you ask yourself, how could a man just walk away from his wife and children in that time of need? How? Explain that to me. How? I'm trying to wrap myself around that. Now, my father's family was different. Both his mother and father were together. And he was the second oldest, so he had also find a job and take care of the family and, and find a way to survive. But between the both, both, my, both of my parents, they survived it because you had to, you had no other choice. You could have easily said, I'm not gonna feed you and I'm not gonna educate you and if you get sick, oh well. No, they didn't have that mentality. In that time of depression, you have to get through it. Because again, they lived in the villages. In the villages, they had no electricity, no running water. They had to get their water from a well, no light. 
And I said to my mother, what did you do growing up? Oh, we listened to the radio. Because there was no television back then. Television didn't come till like later on. And my mother, when I had this conversation with her many years later, she goes, I'm so grateful that I have all of this. She has her television and the modern appliances that we rely on. They didn't have that back then. Everything had to be done manually. Can you imagine? So I think she said to me, I'd rather live in this time than the time that I lived in. But hey, they got through it. Because again, when you have a family, you need to get through it. See, and this is what I'm talking about. When people talk about poverty, what does that mean for you? Well, let me put it to you this way. I'm not ashamed of how my parents grew up. As a matter of fact, I learned a lot from them. But the true nature of helping each other through a time of crisis, where if you have a family of your own, you'll understand. When you run into a crisis, you're not going to jump ship. If when you start doing that, if, 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 if one day you get married to someone, let's say, and you have a family, and you run into something like this again, you have to put it, pull it together for your children and to show them we have to get through it. Even the roughest time, we can get through it. But if you decide to walk away, well, I'm going to start wondering why. Can you handle it? Because if you're telling me I can't do this anymore, just like when my mother's father had said to all of them, I don't want to be a husband or a father. It's very shameful of you to walk out on your family like that. How could you? I'm trying to understand that. But again, she loved him, regardless of what he did. Because again, in the end, you're going to love your parents no matter what they do to you, whether it's good or bad. You're going to love them. They're your parents. They're your parents. They're the only parents you have. I even heard growing up, with some of the kids I went to school with, I said, oh, I don't like my parents. I wish I had another set. You know, just be grateful that you have parents because a lot of children nowadays don't have parents. Some of them are being brought up in orphanages. Some of them, well, are waiting to be adopted. And the older you get, the more parents don't want to adopt children that are a lot older. They want babies. Everybody wants babies. Well, what about toddlers? What about preschool children? Everybody needs a home regardless of where, what age they're at. Everybody needs a home. You can't sit there and pick. It's not like you're going out to a store to pick what you want. Oh, I want this model, but I don't want this. No! Everybody needs love. Why can't people understand that? You know what the world needs right now? more love, more love, more happiness, more peace, more joy. Instead of all the chaos that's going on right now, instead of all this destruction and depression and sadness and death, I don't want to hear anything like that. When I was growing up, you know what I wanted? A peaceful world where we can all come together. We can all come together as one. We can get through any crisis together. When you ask me, do you understand the human spirit? I understand it more. I have a heart. I can't walk away from someone who is in need. I can't. What would that make me? Less of a human being. Because again, giving back is a true definition of a human being. Giving back. Anything that you can do to help, whether it's one person, a group of people, a whole continent. Do you know how great that is? My mother said, if they want to help you out because you helped them out in the past, let them. The one thing I ask of you is to say thank you. Because again, I have a hard time receiving. I'm more of a giver than a receiver. But then I think back to when I was a child. And I said to myself, 
I would go to the store with my father. Now, again, my father was the type of man that you didn't have to ask. He would buy it for you. We were lucky that we had a father that would just, he would give from his heart. But I felt ashamed to ask him. A part of me thought, am I putting too much pressure on him? I don't want to put pressure on anyone. That's how I am, I'm trying to be polite. I was the polite little girl. I wasn't one of those kids that, if we went into a toy store, I want this, this, and this. No. I would ask whatever I wanted on my Christmas list, and I never got it, but <laughs> I'm sure we've all went, run through that in our lifetime. <laughs> but again, even now as an adult, I have very little. You know, even the things that I have in my home, I can gladly give away to the people that need it, to children. Put a smile on children's faces. Let them have something that they've never had in their life. Think about that. How you grew up, you had everything given to you by your parents, right? But then you see children in other parts of the world that their own parents can't afford to give them the things they want. And children want things that other children have. And you think, oh my God, I don't want to see a broken heart. I don't want to see tears. I want to see joy and happiness. That's what I want to see. That's the greatest gift to me. If you say to me, what can we do to pay you back? Nothing. You're giving me your gift right now. You're showing me your gratitude, your appreciation, the smiles, the happy, the, the, the dancing. You know what I want in my lifetime? I ever go visit any of these countries? A feast. Give me a feast, a parade, a celebration. I don't want any compensation. Again, you need it more than I do. Will I be guilty in giving away the stuff I have? No, because again, it doesn't have value to me. It doesn't have value to me. But I think it would be great to give to a child in person and see that smile on their face. Do you know what the joy is when you give children anything? They get so happy, their faces light up. They're just, it melts my heart, melts my heart. But again, I understand poverty. And everyone says to me, well, because look at how I grew up. Now again, my parents' situation was different than our own. Again, we were not, quote, rich, but also we weren't poor. We just had little of everything and we budgeted what we had. And for me, I didn't really want more. I wanted less because I felt that if I had too much, I wouldn't be happy with it. I would gladly give away if I can. Again, I have things I want to give away at some point and I will down the line. And I want to give it to them in person because to see the expression on someone's face is priceless. That's something that you cannot put a price tag on. So with that being said, I'm going to let you guys go because it's almost 2.30 and it looks like it's going to rain any minute now. But I'm just going to say, be strong. Love yourselves. Believe in yourselves. Have faith. Pray to God. You know, prayers and God go together. And if you believe in miracles, that's even a bigger plus. Stay strong, stay positive. God bless all of you. Have a great weekend and a wonderful week ahead. Take care.